You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? All things considered, pretty good. You know, we had about four four pretty rough days in a row from basketball losing twice and football and, hell, even the gymnastics team lost. Shit, they lost too? Yeah, they lost Sunday at Oklahoma. Jesus, I didn't even know that. I mean, I guess I was <laughs> wasn't even paying attention to it. Um, holy hell. Um I'm telling you, man, it's, it's been, you're right. It's been rough. I mean that, and I'll tell you, this is no shit. Um, first of all, this episode is brought to you by NetSuite. I'm sure NetSuite loves that, uh, segue. Uh, okay. I also want to thank everybody for making this your first place you listen, but, um, go check out NetSuite.com. I'll talk about them in a minute. Um, you know, Sunday, Saturday, when we lost to Missouri, I really had the thought like, Oh, I'm about to shit's about to be bad for a few days for me. And then um turns out we lose Sunday in gymnastics. I didn't even know that, and that adds to the suckiness. Then Monday, um, catch my flight to the national championship game. Um, it's freezing cold, you know, all kind of issues logistically. Uh some of my friends really got screwed on the on the comeback trip, even though they were private planes. Um ready which is weird because they have the indianapolis 500 we the the argument about having games in the north for national championships over stop doing that it's it's los angeles or dallas or maybe phoenix then dallas and everything else in the south please no more northern bullshit it's too cold it's not fun y'all aren't ready you're not prepared you gave it a the good old college try and i like indianapolis but we're not doing that shit again, if I have any say about it, which I don't, but I'm saying it now. Um, then we lose the national championship game. Um, and last night against – well, then we have a bunch of people hit the portal, which is actually probably a good thing. But then we lose against Auburn after tying the game. And, Jimmy, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I'm not going to pretend that I watched that game. I was in too bad of a mood. I was too tired. And I only watched – a few fleeting seconds of that game. Number one, I fell asleep a little bit. Number two, I just wasn't prepared to deal with the loss. And I just couldn't do it. I just, I was like, I've, I've lost enough here lately and uh, including my teams and my money. And I'm not just, I'm just not watching this shit right now. And then Alabama tied it up uh, and I saw that. And then I cut it off. Cause I said, we're going to lose. It's going to break my heart, and I'm not going to be able to go back to sleep. So I'm going to sleep because I'm tired, and I got shit to do tomorrow. I like sit in this COVID testing line that I'm sitting in. So um, that's that. Brutal. You tell me something good. Tell me some good shit, Jimmy. I don't want to know. Think you have don't COVID? Don't come at me. Huh? You think you have COVID? Well, apparently, my daughter was around some people who had COVID. She's five, and Look, I'm a big believer in everybody's going to get it. I've, I've been vaccinated. I've not had the booster because I've been traveling too much to get the booster and potentially get sick. So um, uh, they had to pull her from school yesterday. And, like, some people, she's, 
you know, been in contact with have had COVID, going to get her tested. Um, and I'm supposed to go on a trip tomorrow. And I'm like, I don't, I think I'm fine. I have no symptoms other than I'm tired, but I'm tired because I got in at two in the morning from the national championship game and then got up at six to go to work. So, and I have a, I'm sneezing, but I'm sneezing because it's cold as hell. And I was in Indianapolis. So I'm, I'm sort of like, you know, yeah, I mean, I probably got some symptoms, but they're not really symptom symptoms. And now I'm so, I just don't want to be the reason somebody else dies. That's all. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good reason. Pretty, pretty good reason. I know we have, I took up that whole segment, but I'm going to go ahead and, um, well, people, people would want to know your, the status of your, of your health. So that's, that's fair. Tell everybody about Built Bar. Built.com is where you go to get these delicious, nutritious Built Bars. They're fantabulous. That's a new word. That's a good one word. That's a good word. I'm using it. Um, Built Bar, covered in chocolate, good for a keto or a keto diet. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off that order. Love these things. I've been telling you about my son, who's a workout warrior, who's now going to Arizona State, forks up, and he loves Built Bars. And he, he just loves to eat them. He's like, yeah, all my friends who work out, all my homies eat Built Bar. Y'all need to eat Built Bar. My son's in pretty good shape. And so uh, I'm telling you, I wish I was in as good a shape as he is. And that just means I need to eat more Built Bars. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. You get 15% off these Built Bars. Good for a keto or a keto diet. Jimmy will tell you that. I'm going to have to explain a keto diet again at some time, but I'm not right now. Because now I'm going to tell you about GetUpside. GetUpside is an app that you use when you're about to fill up your car. Okay? If you have an electric car, quit listening. But if you have a gas car, then when you're filling up with gas, you go to the, the GetUpside app and you say, all right, I'm checking in. And then you check in. And when you fill up, you will get some money back from GetUpside. Um, you just have to use the, the credit cards you registered with them. And that's it. You don't, you don't, you still pay with your regular credit card, all that stuff. You don't pay through the app or anything. But GetUpside is fantastic. And if you use promo code SCORE, S-C-O-R-E, you will get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first usage of the app. So go check out Get Upside anywhere you get your apps. I'm telling you, I, I've been using this before they, they started advertising with us. Because, you know, it's just, a, I, I fill up a lot. And it's not like, you're not going to uh, put in your 401k. But every now and again, you're like, hey, I got some extra money in my pocket for no reason, for doing practically nothing. So go check it out. Get Upside is where you want to go in the Apple Store, in Google Play, wherever you get your apps, uh, BlackBerry. <laughs> If you have a BlackBerry, I'm really sorry. Uh, I don't think it'll work for that. But you can go to GetUpside. Hey, um, look, let's go ahead and knock out this basketball stuff first. Um, man, I, I don't know what's wrong with First of all, Auburn is really, really good. I hate admitting that. I don't want to say it. They can win the national championship. They're really good. And so there's no shame necessarily in losing to them. The only shame in losing to them is that their fan base thinks they've been basketball fans since James Naismith uh, first mounted a piece basket. And that's not the truth. They've been basketball fans for 28 minutes total. And that's okay, but I'm, I'm sick of their uh, we're a blue blood attitude. But having said that, I can be as sick of that as all I want to, but they're really good. That Jabari Smith's a dude. He's Potentially the number one pick. I think he could be the number one pick. I think he will be. Hell, I like um, I like the guards. That they say is the weakness on the team, and hell, even their guards are good to me. I mean, that yeah. they're the best. 
I don't know that I've seen every contender, uh, but Auburn's the best team I've seen in, in the country. Uh, I, I won't be surprised at all if they win the national championship. No, I'm with you on that. And I think they got a good coach. I don't like Bruce Pearl very much. I think he's kind of phony. But he's a really good coach. And people, when you buy into him, you buy into him lock, stock, and barrel. So that's cool. That's fine. So there's no shame in losing to them necessarily. The shame is we tied the game. We have we have all the momentum with two and a half minutes left, whatever it was. And we can't throw it in the ocean from the boat after that. And Javon Quinterly, whom I love, um, has now, you know, he, he made a bad, bad decision last night when he passed up a three and went into the lane, and I think he got his shot blocked or, you know, had a bad layup attempt. Um, but he gave up a wide open three because he's lacking confidence. Meanwhile, J.D. Davison, who's finally coming to his own, I mean, he didn't light up the scoreboard last night, but he was good. And he dunked over Walker. Me a little bit of, of a salvo for that game. Uh, dunking over that guy and um, you know I think it may be time to let JD sort of handle the the rock a little while while JQ gets his feet back under him because now here's the thing JQ so first of all JQ didn't lose that game for us last night I'm not saying that but I'm saying he's he was considered our leader and last night he passed up an open three because he's lacking some confidence in my opinion and he also missed a free throw against Davison that Davidson, which would have uh, tied the ball game and probably sent it in overtime and given us a chance to win. So I just feel like he's he's not in a good headspace. So let's let him get in a good headspace. It's fine that he, you know, it's fine that he's not in a good headspace. Everybody goes through a slump. Let's let him get right. But now, Jimmy, we got a problem because we go to Mississippi State Saturday. That's going to be they're good. Then we welcome LSU next Wednesday. That's really going to be a tough game. We could go on a four-game losing streak, and then I think we got Missouri at home. We should win that. A four-game losing streak is pretty shitty for this squad. It is, and uh, it's not so much – I think, you know, to borrow from Nick Saban, I I don't know about folks on wins and losses so much as the team just has to play better. I mean, they have to be better than this, and – they're they're not going to be in content. They're going to have a losing record in the SEC if they just keep playing like this. And it really starts with. I don't want to pick on guys, but I mean it's just reality that for this Alabama basketball team to win games and win a lot of games and do special things in March, that Quinterly, Shaq, and Keon Ellis, those three guys, they all have to play really well every game for 40 minutes. <laughs> And they do not. They have not. They did at one point this year. I thought we were playing really well, which makes it all the more frustrating is we've seen this team play really well. We just haven't seen them play well lately. And it starts with those three, uh, Quinterly, Shaq, and Keon. Uh, they're the best players. They're veterans. Uh, they're guys that need to win the games. Instead, they're not playing well enough to the point that we can win the games. So it's those three. Uh, they need to pick it up. I think Gurley uh, and Gary are, are, are doing well, and, and Betty Yako's a freshman who's still learning. He's going to have his bad moments. I think people being critical of Betty Yako don't understand that seven-foot freshmen uh, are developmental players. They are not going to just, you know, arrive on the court and be... If Betty Yako was awesome, then, you know, and playing great and scoring 20 and getting 13 rebounds, then 
we need to be enjoying him a hell of a lot more because he, he's only going to be sticking around about eight more games before some pro team somewhere on the globe would buy him for $50 million. I mean, Betty is going to be a bit of a project until he's ready to be a great player. And I think every game out, he, he learns a little bit more. But for this team to win, it's going to be Javon, Jaden, and Keon. And those three have to play better or we'll continue to lose. Yeah, you're right. Um, Keon did some nice things again. I just – he's playing a lot like he played last year. And last year the way he played was fine because we had John Petty and Herb Jones and, you know, J.Q. was doing better and, and Shaq was playing pretty well. Um, so it was like, hey, we're getting more out of this guy than we thought. Well, now we've needed him to take his game up, and it seems like that's not happening as much. But um, Exactly. You know, and so you you, you got to grow. You got to grow, uh, but yeah, I'm I'm really worried about the future. Hell, I'm not a hundred percent. I mean, I feel good we're still gonna make the tournament, and that's what basketball is judged on. But I'm not a hundred percent. Well, it's got to start against Mississippi State. Mississippi State feels like a must win. You're you're, you're going to have to stop point. the bleeding. They really you're do have feel to stop like a good the bleeding. To me. I mean, I, I mean, a must win to me. Um, yeah, it's a must-win, and 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 it's going to be hard. And and for those who haven't seen them play, state is exactly what you'd expect. They are long, they're athletic, they play defense. Uh, it's going to be a tough place to play. That that this isn't going to be easy at all. But somehow, some way, they need to win this game and start building some confidence so they could lose too many in a row. And then all of a sudden, all these uh, sexy-looking numbers we put together in November and December aren't going to matter anymore. Yeah, and that's that is really scary to me. I I don't want to miss the tournament with this squad, and I think I'm. And look, here's the other thing. I don't think the SEC is quite as daunting as we thought it was to begin with. I've watched some of these other teams play, and I think this league is very very strong. Don't get me wrong. Kentucky's near the top. Texas A&M is a bit of a surprise, but man, I've watched Tennessee play. They don't, they don't do a lot for me. We um, beat them. So, Somehow we uh, beat them. Ole Miss, Ole Miss is not that great. Um, Florida, we beat them on the road. Uh, Vandy's not that. They lost to South Carolina at home. So yeah, there's, you know, there's a lot. Uh, LSU is the only team they've played is Auburn, and Auburn beat the hell out of them. So I, I feel like there's a lot, uh, a lot to. Uh, to be optimistic about if we were playing any better, but we're not playing better. So um, yeah, we got to get to ten wins. I think ten wins is great. I, I think if you if you go ten and eight, you're 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 fine. You will, we'll make the tournament easily if we finish the league just ten and eight. But the big problem is instead of focusing on those wins and losses, it's just the way you're playing. Because if if Alabama keeps playing like they've been playing the last two or three games, they're not going to finish ten and eight. They're playing like a seven and 11 team, frankly. Yeah. All right, Jimmy, this is it. The putt to win the tournament, but on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes, obscuring your vision. Is this how you're running your business? You're screwing it up because you're just missing something right at the very end. You need to get NetSuite. Go to NetSuite.com. Check them out. NetSuite will help you. It's great for your financial software. Go to NetSuite.com. I'm telling you, this thing will help you so much. Uh, NetSuite.com is where you want to go. You don't want to be stranded in your business. You want to grow. 
and you're on the verge of growing. So use NetSuite. It will help your business. NetSuite, NetSuite, NetSuite. N-E-T-S-U-I-T-E dot com is where you want to go to check out this financial software. It will help you. Go check them out. NetSuite.com. All right, Jimmy, let's talk about these dudes that just uh, entered the transfer portal. And we don't think this will be the end of it. But um, and I, um, some of this is a little weird to me. Uh, uh, Paul Tyson in the transfer portal is weird for several reasons. Number one, there is a working theory he was never really on scholarship. Number two, he is the grandson of Bear Bryant, um, which is like uh, – you know, Gloria Vanderbilt's grandson saying, you know, I think I'm just going to go blaze my own path over here. I don't even want any of your inheritance or anything. That's a bad analogy. Is that basically um, what Anderson, isn't that basically what Anderson Cooper has exactly done? <laughs> you know, as soon as I said it, I was like, wait a minute, I think somebody's actually done that. <laughs> isn't he Gloria Vanderbilt? Isn't he Gloria Vanderbilt's son and he's, I think that's he's a exactly journalist? Right. Boy, what that analogy it was so bad, it, <laughs> and it was true, and it was fine. It worked out fine for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice guy. Um, yeah, I mean, it. You know, I know a lot of people don't like the guy, but he's done okay. He's seems doing pl- what he wants to do. I mean, I guess he's blazing his own path. I, boy, that was seems, seems pleasant enough. I'm sitting here in line at this COVID line, and so y'all give me some breaks. Uh, anywho, <laughs> um, so Paul Tyson in there. Drew Sanders in there, which is not a surprise to a lot of people. I've heard a lot of rumblings about that. I just find it a little weird. I mean, why not? Why not? I mean, why not stay? I, I don't. But maybe, maybe he sees the writing on the wall. Um, who else is in there, Jimmy? I'm I'm drawing a blank. Tommy Brown. Okay, uh, that's King fair. M. W- King M. Wakuda and fair. Jaleel Billingsley. And ah, uh, Billingsley. to me, to me, the big news was Billingsley. But a people that listen to this podcast uh, know our program really well. I think there's very few <clears throat> casual followers of Alabama football that listen to our podcast. So everybody out there that listens knows the Billingsley story. And, and if you do, uh, I'm sure then you were not surprised that that he's leaving. Uh, uh, I think I heard Travis Ryer say this morning on the radio, uh, you know, astutely that hey, if you told me before the season Billingsley was gone after this year, I'd have gone, yep, yep, off to the NFL. But no, everything changed this season from off the field to on the field. And, uh, and frankly, based on the way Billingsley played in 2021, this is not even a loss. It's not even a loss based on the way he played in 2021. Now, I'm an optimist, and I love uh, 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 giving people second and third chances and, 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 and fixing problems, people's problems. And if it was up to me and I got to be in charge of everything and tell everybody what to do, I would want Billingsley to stay at Alabama and fix whatever ails him and then him become a perfect little Saban bot like the others and uh, and go on to NFL riches and have a great life and a great career. That's what I want to happen. But hey, if 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 Billingsley is just going to do again in 2022 what he did in 2021, then, yeah, let him do it elsewhere. That's that's fine. So what I'm saying is this is a loss from an upside in talent uh, 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 scale, but it's not a loss on productivity or what he was bringing to the field in 2021. So uh, 
I, I don't look at Billingsley in the portal as some sort of a negative. Sanders is the big loss because he's a great kid and a great player, and I think Drew Sanders will play pro football, but I get it. It's 2021. These kids want to start. They want to start right now. And is Drew Sanders worthy of starting for a great program and being a star player? Absolutely. Uh, but he was not going to do that at Alabama next season because Will Anderson and Dallas Turner are special, special players. Uh, Drew just didn't want to sit on the bench. He wants to play 50 or 60 snaps, and uh, he'll do that anywhere but Alabama. Yeah, especially when his uh, competition is Will Anderson and Dallas Turner and, you know, other dudes we're bringing in. So, yeah, it's not like um, – but I, I do. I will miss him. I like. I like Drew Sanders. I still remember him. Hey, and Paul. Him. By the way, I think Paul's a good. By the way, you mentioned Paul. I think Paul's a good player. I, I know people will be surprised to hear that. That have, I think, a certain expectation. But I've seen him play, and I, I think Paul's a good player. I, I don't know that. You know, I, I would agree that Paul being a starting quarterback in the SEC might be a stretch. But uh, in my opinion, he's a starting FBS quarterback, which means Division One football. Power five or group of five, and uh, I'm real interested to see where he ends up. Um, you know, my hope for him is that he ends up at a place where he can be the starting quarterback next season. I think if he just throws a, a dart at a board and goes to some other power five place, he might not start. So, uh, hey, if you're leaving, my, my thing all the time with these kids that go to the portal, I almost want to yell at them as they're going into the portal. If you're going in the portal because you want to play, if you're going in the portal to start, then go someplace you will start. Don't 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 assume that Kansas State doesn't have good quarterbacks. They probably do. So yeah. go someplace you will start. No, that's if that's what if that's yeah. why you're leaving. Yeah, don't go if you if you're dying to start. Now, of course, Jamison Williams might raise his hand and say, um, "What the hell are you talking about?" Because he went from Ohio State to Alabama, but. Um, that was a unique situation. We were dying for a speed receiver. Um, yeah, I think we're definitely – do you even want to speculate on who else may be in the portal, or is that dangerous? Uh, I mean, it kind of makes it sound like you're you're pushing them out or wanting them out. You know, I want every kid. Yeah. Uh, it's almost boring for a talk show host guy to say this, but hey, the way I look at it, hey, whatever Saban wants, I want. I mean – first of all, we need the room. We need the room. I, I, there's just a handful of fans that never get that. It frustrates the hell out of me. They, they want to keep everybody and sign everybody, and just and then, then they say things like, oh, Saban will work it out. No, no, we can't. <laughs> we can't do that. It, it's impossible. You're just – that's impossible. Now, if it's close, he can maneuver a few things and a gray shirt here and a blue shirt there. But, no, you can't. You can't make room for 101 players. You can't. Um, yeah. Not even with NIL money. Uh, I mean, down the road things will change, but but for now you you have to have you have to have 85 players, and that's it. And 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 like I, I told Luke before we went on the air, I mean, you know, not naming names, but it, there's seven guys that I think could come out for the draft. I think seven are possible. I don't think it'll be seven. I, I'm hoping it's just four, but there there could be seven. And even if all seven leave, we're still over 85. So we need guys to enter the portal. And it's frustrating when we have guys enter the portal and fans go, no. Well, that's exactly what we need to happen. Yeah, got to have it. Um, all right, buddy. 
We will talk again tomorrow, and until then, roll tide. Roll tide. Let's win one of these freaking games in anything. <laughs> uh, is there a cornhole something I can watch? I mean, I, <laughs> I, I just want to win something. I've forgotten what it's like to win. Uh, All right. Let's hope. Let's hope it starts Saturday in Starkville. Good point. Roll tide. Roll tide.